0: Hello and welcome to our podcast, Boozy Books and Movies, where my wife and I are going to get really drunk and talk about books and then how they compare to their movie or TV show counterparts. Hello and welcome to Boozy Books and Movies. My name is Colton. And I'm Melina. And today we're going to be continuing the Outsider TV show on HBO with episode 6, titled The One About the Yiddish Vampire. But first, alcohol. Of course. So I have this, uh, this glass in front of me, and it... Ice cubes in it, some strawberries. It's got a lime. It's got some sugar salt stuff on the outside of the rim, looking good. The actual alcohol itself is pretty clear. If you want to take a look at what this is, you can go on to our Instagram page at Boozy Books and Movies. So let's do a sniff test. Okay, I mainly get the lime because the lime is right up yeah. front. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's next to your nose. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get the rest of it, but that's fine. So all right, let's take a little sip. I guess I don't really know how to drink this. <laughs> And there's other chunks of limes in there. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Wow, pretty good. Uh-huh. Oh. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't know whats what it is, though. Let's sip. The sugar, or what is, is it sugar? Or salt? Yeah, it's sugar. sugar. The sugar on the outside is so distracting, I can't focus on what the ingredients are. <laughs> <laughs> you got <had> a straw? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, I just can't tell. It's gotta be like vodka, right? Yeah. But it's obviously not straight vodka, no. Because otherwise I'd <laughs> be Lord, no. fucking dead already. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I can't tell. You you got me stumped on this one for sure.
1: There's not a lot to it. It's called a strawberry lime vodka tonic.
0: Mm-hmm. So cannot taste the strawberry at all.
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of you can kind of taste the sweetness of it, but so it's. Vodka, strawberries. Well, tonic water. Well, I just I can find tonic water. I have uh, sparkling water. Oh, nice. Which is basically the same thing. Oh, nice. But I found strawberry sparkling
0: water. Excellent.
1: Then lime and sugar, but there's a lot of lime in there, and I think it kind of overpowers. But I mean, it's really good.
0: I I don't know. I think it's yeah. I don't know if it overpowers. Oh yeah. That's some good stuff. All right. So, last week, we watched up, well, we finished up episode five of The Outsider. Um, There was some stuff going down. Holly was still in Dayton, I think. She had a little boyfriend called Andy, helping her out in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> people uninvolved with the case uh, like Betsy are starting to get like visions and stuff of are starting to get like visions of stuff um, revolving the outsider like you know last week Betsy had like that dream about her baby being taken by the right. outsider. Nothing to do with the case whatsoever so some differences between the book and the show. A lot mm-hmm. more details a lot more characters being involved all the time. Like Jack being involved a lot more right. in the book. You know we'll, we'll talk about it in this episode about you know, how Jack is involved, but, I mean, you know, up until this point, you know, Jack had nothing to do with Ralph, no. Alec, Howie, you know, any of them. He, you know, for all they knew, Jack was just being a regular guy, chilling, you know, had right. nothing to do with the case.
1: He was... I feel like he was definitely more of a jerk in the book. Right, But right, right. Yeah, he was just kind of a jerk that didn't have anything to do with any of them.
0: He made it very clear he didn't like Ralph in the book because of that mm-hmm. um, review that Ralph gave him. No opinion, Mr. No opinion.
1: And... Because Ralph didn't even know Jack was involved at all in the case until they met in the Marysville Hall. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. So, yeah.
0: In the show, he's, you know, apologizing to Ralph, wanting to get involved, yada, yada, yada. You know, he knows about things. They know that Jack went to the the barn and kind of that. So those are some big differences, I would say. Uh, But Jack last week was being really weird, you know, saying he didn't want to hurt people when he he was confronted, you know, in times and, and then, they, oh, they all went to the cemetery, and uh, how they wanted Ralph to take pictures of the cemetery, and they found the barn, and how close mm-hmm. it was to the cemetery, and right. everything. Um, oh, and then uh, this guy wa- took over, took some guy hostage, um, mm. and and you know and ended up getting shot. That was the whole like you know beginning and ending of last week's episode. Right. Is that guy was whoever he was, which we find out in this episode, but you know he was whatever. Oh, and then uh, he, Ralph was laying in bed, and he had a dream or whatever. About about Derek, Derek coming in and saying that Ralph needs to let him go. Mm-hmm. So that was a good, that was a good little recap of last week. Last week's stuff was pretty good, pretty good. So this week we start with the one about the Yiddish vampire. Do you have the synopsis?
1: Okay. So yeah. And this one, like I mentioned, I think, I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, that they were all directed by, like, they've all been directed by different people, yeah. which I think is kind of funny. Uh-huh. it directed by Karen Kasuma, maybe? Yeah. Um... So, the synopsis is Holly presents her unusual theory about the connection between two other mysterious child murders and the Frankie Peterson case. While Ralph remains skeptical, a more receptive Eunice suggests they start looking into Claude, the last person to have contact with Terry. Jeannie's attempts to include Marcy and her group of concerned citizens backfire so let's dig
0: into it all right sounds good so we kind of start off at a bus station and holly is sitting there and she's like listening kind of watching the news and on the news they're talking about this guy that was shot and killed in that police standoff mm-hmm. they well, we find out his, his name is tracy powell as soon as she hears the name and kind of connects two and two she calls andy her and she also,
1: they also have a picture of him on the TV. Right. So she sees that it is the person.
0: Oh, right. So right. she
1: knows she met this person.
0: Yes, at the she cemetery. And,
1: yeah, because she didn't see what was going on she wouldn't have seen who it was
0: she she didn't see the shootout but she had seen him at the cemetery acting Mm -hmm. all weird she like confronted him took some pictures of him and then he like ran away and stuff so it was like really weird but so yeah so when she saw the picture on the news that's when she connected the dots and was like oh shit this guy was right you know at the cemetery had stuff on the back of his neck Mm -hmm. so holly makes a call to andy her pseudo boyfriend that she's just kind of stringing Mm -hmm. along pretty much and she asks him to look up stuff about tracy powell and how she wants him to look into it Mm -hmm. he says he brings up something how he wants to see her and whatever but she just kind of shuts him down and says bye (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know what her deal is with him i don't i mean she's just too busy to care about
1: also i don't know if you noticed but sorry, I'm
0: distracting you. But there's the ice cubes. They're yeah. Mickey Mouse ears. <gasps> no fucking way. They're Mickey Mouse
1: yeah. ice cubes. Yeah, we got a Mickey Mouse ice cube tray when we were at Disney Springs.
0: That's <laughs> insane. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That I didn't even cool. recognize that at all. I know. I knew I, knew there was I just ice. looked down
1: and I saw and, then, and I saw like That's the whole so cool. ears in there.
0: Don't don't sue us, Disney.
1: No, you can't see it in the picture, so.
0: <laughs> All right. So once Holly gets off the phone with Andy Bear, she's on her laptop. I think she's actually, she actually gets on the bus. Yes. And then she gets on her laptop. Right. And she's like looking at the pictures that she took of Tracy at the cemetery. And that's when she kind of notices that, that she has like blisters on the back of his neck. Right. Um, and so she's on the bus and she's like hooked up to Wi-Fi. I don't know if the bus has Wi-Fi or if she's like, I don't know. She don't somehow know. has Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so she gets an email from Andy, and the email says that Tracy and Heath Holmes were first cousins, so they were related. Mm-hmm. And then she conveniently loses Wi-Fi signal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so she decides to take a nap. Huh. <laughs>
1: goes south, so she, like, Mm -hmm. wakes up,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then Tracy's standing at the back of the- I think
0: she tries to, like, maybe go to the bathroom. Yeah, I
1: think that's what she was trying to do. And then, so she runs into um, Tracy standing at the back of the bus, and then-
0: He, like, grabs her and turns her around and says, look.
1: it looks like they're zooming, like, right into a building.
0: No, it was like- She she looked at the front of the bus, and it was, like, an intersection, and there was, like, a semi-truck. Oh. In the middle of the intersection, and the bus was going to hit the semi-truck. Oh, okay. And so she is like, oh shit, we're about to hit a semi-truck. I better go warn the driver. And so she runs up front and says, Stop, 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 stop. And so the bus driver like looks at her and kind of gets distracted for a second and is like, What the fuck are you talking about? And but when they turn back, there's no semi truck mm. because it was a dream. Right. But the the bus driver was distracted by Holly because she's a crazy lady yelling, Stop the bus, stop the bus. And so they run into a railing. Right. And kind of you know damage the bus
1: mm-hmm. but it still can it still runs because he just like kind of apparently going. <laughs> i was
0: wondering if they switch buses or something i don't but know like you think you'd have
1: to like call the cops yeah it was an accident but yeah you know, they just keep
0: going yeah so pretty much he's just like are you high are you high on my bus you know he's mm-hmm. like what the fuck like why would you do that I So yeah, that was crazy shit. Uh, But yeah, so pretty much it was like a dream. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it was like maybe the outsider influencing her dream, maybe? And planting Tracy in there. Kind of a
1: visit of some sort too. Yeah,
0: I think a lot more people are kind of getting visited in the show than in the book. you know. So Ralph is at home. It's super late. And he's looking at the two pictures of the outsider that Jeannie drew and Merlin drew. And then you know how they're both like really similar and Jeannie wakes up and she comes out and that's when they kind of talk and it's revealed that it's like five in the fucking morning yeah <laughs> uh so ralph offers to make some coffee and so he's walking away when Jeannie notices the pictures on the table and she's like what the fuck is this who drew this yeah
1: yeah she, it was like kind of a betrayal like wait what is this? Uh-huh. Because... He had turned it face down, I think, too. Oh, did he really? I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, and what she, a bitch. So she flipped it over, and she's like, wait, what is this?
0: Yeah. So, coincidentally, two different people, completely independent of each other, drew essentially the same picture of one person mm-hmm. of the outsider. And so she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> She kind of freaks out on him a little bit, and she's, like, confused, and so now her the wheels are turning in her head, I
1: mm-hmm. think.
0: And then, so they're kind of having, like, a little argument about it, kind of, and Ralph is kind of, like, dismissing the idea, you know, oh, this... Merlin kid is just a kid yeah. um, or was whatever. Yeah, he a kid
1: who was like running, because he, he was yeah. like running away from the van, looked over his shoulder, and this is what he thinks he saw. Mm-hmm.
0: And... So it's just a coincidence. Right. And then Marcy brings up... <clears throat> um, Jeannie? Jeannie brings up the, Marcy's, the Mar- Marcy's children. Jess, yeah. Jess is her name in the show. I don't remember her name in the book. But how she kind of described... Someone that kind of also looked like the drawing that she had. Mm-hmm. And so Ralph is still kind of a denier, like a little bitch. Right. But, but she's just trying to convince him that multiple people have seen this person. <laughs> uh, Jeannie uh, brings up the meeting that Ralph is going to go to, and she says... You know that meeting with Sablo, Holly, Howie, and Alec, and you, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ralph's like, "Yeah, whatever. What about it?" And she's like, "Well, I'd like to go now that I there's now that she is. She's like, I've been visited. Mm-hmm. I, you know, probably have seen the outsider. Like, yeah. I need to be there. And
1: she also wants to invite everyone else, like you Jack know, and Marcy. Marcy, and she even said, well, her name is Yamika in the show.
0: I don't know who the fuck Tamika? that was.
1: It's Betsy. Oh,
0: Betsy. But she wasn't actually there, was she?
1: Well." No, but she, like, has been, like, she was, she's was she been involved in the case. Oh, right, for sure. So, yeah, so, that's what she was, like, yeah, that's what Jeannie was kind of saying. was I kind of want everyone involved who was yep. part of the case. Yeah, so
0: Jeannie wants everybody there. And so Ralph is, like, kind of hesitant at first, but it, then he's like, sure, go for it. You can go ahead and invite him. You know? Yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to invite him, but you can, pretty much. Uh. Oh, so then we, it says every once in a while, we kind of flip to Jack rubbing his neck because it hurts. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of that, but uh, Jack calls Ralph and so this is kind of like at the same time, like, like right after Ralph and Jeannie are done talking, Ralph gets right. a call and it's from Jack. And so Jack asks if he can help out with the meeting today, which I don't know. I think that's kind of weird. Did he, is he supposed to know about the meeting or was yeah. that planted? Okay. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if...
1: I'm pretty sure. Because yeah. Because they've been kind of talking about okay. it for a
0: while. Okay. I, I just didn't know if he had actually been hold of it by real people or the outsider. But but okay. That, that, that probably makes sense. It probably, probably would be. So yeah, Jack's just wondering if he could be helpful. He's a helpful <laughs> little guy. Yeah. <laughs> So then after, so Ralph is talking on the phone, Jeannie leaves and goes over to Marcy's house. Well, oh, sorry. First, she goes into Derek's bedroom and is, like, collecting some of his toys mm-hmm. up and putting it in a bag. And then she takes the bag over to Marcy's yeah. house.
1: That's like a peace offering for right. she's about to ask. So she's,
0: like, giving Derek's old toys to the Maitland children. Yes. Which is funny. Well, not funny. I mean, it's nice but mm-hmm. she's letting go of Derek, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the real reason why she's over there is because she, one, wants to invite Marcy to the meeting, and two, she wants to do a sketch of the man that the children saw.
1: Yeah, because they saw him on, like, three different occasions looking, like, different.
0: Yes. And so she's essentially, like, a police sketch artist, and she's just like, okay, mm-hmm. what did the eyes look like? Okay, what did the nose look like? Okay, what did the mouth look like? And so she's just genie's drawing while they're describing it Mm -hmm. to her pretty much so then like genie is kind of leaving and marcy kind of like walks her out and marcy's like pretty upset and she's bringing up you know terry and she's kind of saying like i i really hope what you put the girls through is worth it essentially because yeah. it was i'm sure that was probably hard on them to describe a man that was but apparently were, visiting their bedroom they were
1: trying to forget about it too you right. know it had been like a little bit yeah, at this point and, mm-hmm. you know they were probably trying to forget about him and then trying to relive that and yeah yep cause more nightmare issues probably
0: right um oh and then we go to ralph at the at his therapist's office oh, yeah. and the therapist <laughs> is kind of like hey you kind of blew me off last week you know our last appointment you didn't show up and ralph was like oh i sent you an email right and the therapist is like no you didn't send me an email mm-hmm. if we want to make progress you need to be here and so and then he
1: like basically like threatened ralph about like he's like yeah. i control your fate pretty much Right, but if you if you can want to be back, back on the force or yeah. not,
0: yeah, you need to talk to me, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. And then he opens up about the dream he had of Derek. Right.
0: Because the therapist is like, "What's going on? You know, you all right? What, you good? Like, what's going yeah, on? And talk all about out of it." He gets on to
1: Ralph because
0: nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Right. So then Ralph does talk about his dream slash visit from the outsider about Derek, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was just kind of an appeasement thing to get him to shut up or not. I don't know. I don't know if that was really helping him at all. But whatever.
1: But, well, but it also helps because he, so he talks about the dream once and then it, I think it helps him talk about it later on in the episode, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe therapy works. <laughs> Holly, still on the bus. She's still riding around. Wi-Fi kicks back in, I guess. And so she's starting to research Tracy um, and then coincidentally uh, gets a call from Andy. He says that the the Williams sisters... So the girls that Heath Holmes allegedly killed, the, so the Williams sisters' fingerprints were located in Tracy's car. So they yes. printed up Tracy's car and found the murdered sisters' fingerprints.
1: Which is weird.
0: Which is weird because... I don't really
1: quite understand how that would work.
0: Why would they have been in Tracy's car? It makes no sense. Because Tracy is just like Jack of Heath Holmes. you know.
1: Maybe not quite though.
0: I guess not. I, apparently, Tracy had a much more of a role in it mm-hmm. than... Well,
1: yeah, because Jack didn't even... I mean, he probably right. would have known him, like, of him. Right. But they wouldn't have been buddies. Jack doesn't yeah. have kids that, you know, Terry mm-hmm. would have taught how to play baseball. I mean, yeah. that's the only reason why Ralph knew Terry was because of, mm-hmm. he had coached his kids. So, yeah, they would barely have even known each other.
0: So even though these cases have a lot of similarities... It's obvious Mm -hmm. they are very different, too. Right. Very unique. So... And
1: it is interesting that like, Heath Holmes had, like, his own, like, Jack character. Like, right. because we don't get that in the book. We don't right. know. Yeah. Right. We don't learn it. This is, this is all new. Oh, yeah.
0: The whole Tracy character. Completely, yeah. you know, un, unheard of, right. essentially. I mean, I think in the book it was like, yeah, Heath Holmes's brother killed himself. You know, like, we never even heard about a cousin. Yeah, no. Um, I don't, I don't know.
1: even know if we heard brother in the book. I think that was just... I thought
0: we did. Mom. I thought we heard that the brother killed himself and the mom left. It was
1: just the mom. She hung herself. Right. In the book. Right. And it was then- just just in the Heath show, and she, she drove mom. out and hit a right.
0: pole or something. But.
1: I'm pretty sure it was just Heath and his mom. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't even think they talked about a brother or, or a cousin so either, in the book. I not
1: because that's, what, that's where Heath actually was, was at his, he was helping his mom plant flowers Right. in the book.
0: So, Ralph comes home and finds five pictures of the outsider taped to the wall. And so it's the Merlin picture, Jeannie picture, and then three additional mm-hmm. pictures that Jeannie got out of the Maitland shelter.
1: So Gina kind of lined them all up and taped them on the wall. Yep. It kind of it looks like in order like from literally like a transformation almost.
0: Yeah, but I thought that was weird because the the most complete picture was like in the middle. So But
1: well. yeah. So Merlin would have seen him right after Heath when he had just started the transition mm. to Terry. So then it would have been a transition to Terry. and that, So that's why the most complete uh. face is in the middle. And then now it's more, it's transitioning to
0: Claude. Uh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Got it. Jack rolls up into the uh, bus station because Holly has finally arrived. Mm-hmm. Jack picks her up. Um, and he wants to get some, uh, coffee before, so I guess they go to a coffee house or whatever. And so Jack starts to kind of pry and he's like, hey, can you, you know, I'm kind of out of the loop on this case. Could you give me some information before the meeting so I don't look like an idiot? Mm -hmm. And Holly's just kind of like, no, I'm going to save it for the meeting. Like... (laughs) I don't know. She eventually is, like, kind of, like, staring at Jack, and Jack's like, what are you looking at? But Holly says that he looks like he's been going through hell, and, like, someone has been trying to revive his heart. That
1: was very astute. Yeah. Like, of her. Not revived. She was trying, like, someone was ripping his heart out, is what she said. Oh,
0: was it? I thought. Yeah. I thought she said that someone was, like, constantly trying to revive his heart, is what it, I don't know. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> She's... She told him he looked terrible. Right. Which is probably not good for a good thing to do to a
0: person you just met. That's true. (laughs) She asks if someone he loved had just left him. So I guess that makes sense as to why it looked like his heart's being ripped out. Mm -hmm. I'm typing the whole episode, (laughs) okay? (laughs) I don't catch everything. I type (laughs) weird stuff down. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Jack kind of, like, brings up his ex-wife and says that she, you know, walked out on him.
1: But that it was the happiest day of his life. Well, yeah,
0: so i don't know he's just kind of being weird but um he just he's still kind of trying to pry on some information from holly so Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's being really influenced by the outsider at this point or if he's just generally curious what the
1: hell's going on
0: right yeah so i don't know
1: i think at this point he maybe he has hope that holly knows what's going on with him and can help
0: true True.
1: Um, I think he's trying to save his own ass still.
0: Yeah, yeah. So then it flashes to the meeting. I think it's at like Howie's office or whatever. And Howie, Sablo, Ralph, Alec, Jeannie, and Marcy are all there and they're just kind of talking, I guess. So then they kind of go back to Jack and he's in the bathroom of the coffee house, I think. Yeah. It's like right before they leave for the meeting. And so he's like washing his hands and then he gets up and looks in the mirror and he sees that there's like writing on the wall suddenly. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and it says, stop her. In. Blood, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like dripping blood. Oh, that's, yeah. It's that's good. Good time.
1: But it was like, like he went down in the sink, splashed some water on his face, got up, and then yeah, the words, because the words were not behind him. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he put his head down and then they were. So that was pretty crazy because how would some... Didn't get the words written in blood that
0: quickly, but <laughs> oh. yeah, <sorry. sighs> yeah. So um, one last ditch effort, Jack asks Holly, you know, for information, and Holly says that she doesn't want to spoil it, and she, but she does say that she doesn't think that anyone is going to believe her at all.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think Jack. I think why Jack didn't try and stop her before the meeting was because. Like, he truly thought maybe he could figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, we're running a little long, so we're going to wrap it up here, and we will finish our discussion on episode six next Mm -hmm. week.
0: Yep. See you guys next week. Okay. New drink, new episode.
1: Of course. Thanks for listening, and you can find us on Instagram under Boozy Books and Movies. That is all spelled out, no spaces. Our Twitter is at Boozy Book Movie. Our email is boozybooksandmovies at gmail.com, and our PayPal uses that email also if you would like to donate to us. Thanks so much, and don't forget to listen every Monday.